Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. If there's anything better than getting a few of your favorite things from McDonald's, it's getting a few of your favorite things from McDonald's for less in the McDonald's app. Mm. Delicious. Order in the McDonald's app today. Right now, only in the app. Enjoy a breakfast sandwich for just $1, like a sausage McMuffin with egg. Offer valid one time per day from 429 to 512 24 at participating McDonald's. Must opt into rewards. Well, hey, hello, hi. Welcome, welcome back. You looked jarred when I said that. Zoom has started doing the thing, this meeting is being recorded. <laughs> so I just am naturally jumpy now. It's just terrible. It's like she's screaming. Who's, why are you screaming at me? It is very, it's very abrasive. Anyway, how's it going? It's a new episode of Good Game Nice. Uh, what's up? What's welcome up? back. What's what a good, what a good start. What a good what's start. Up? You, uh, you what's mentioned up? you, um, you might have something new. I discovered a new game uh, called Not for Broadcast. Someone huh. on Twitch told me about it. That sounds familiar. I think it was, you know what? I think it's it was Cane Tool, I want to say. Aww, I like to give credit credit as you, Cane Tool. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Cane Tool. Uh, not for Broadcast. And it's a, it's a game where you are in a TV station. You're running a news station and you have to switch to different cameras. Oh, so so it's like... Five Nights at Freddy's, but news station. But news station, and it's full motion video, so it's real people. Oh. Which is really cool. So it's all real people. They filmed it. And there is an overarching story of the world kind of ending. What? It's super fun. Is it like a horror game, or is it more of like a comedy thing, or what's the vibe? The vibe is comedy thriller. Oh, okay. But it made me think of video games that kind of teach you real world skills. Ooh. You know, like because we talked about a little while ago. Remember the Textorcist, that game mm-hmm. where you're typing out spells Get to your fight the words devil? per minute up. I like yeah. that. So I don't know. I love those kinds of games. And I was thinking, like, are there, you know, like games like The Witness kind of teach us critical thinking skills. Right. But what what's it? Can you think of any games that like not for broadcast or mm. the texture system? We were learning like a real thing, like any VR, anything. Jen, you think of anything? I had one, but it definitely doesn't count. But it was the first one that came to mind. <laughs> but it doesn't actually. Te- it, did what you ever it? play Wii Surgery? <gasps> okay, all right. I'm, that counts. Remind me that never to never <laughs> to go to the hospital with you. <laughs> Jen, I, I was legitimately going to say Surgeon Simulator, so I'm very yeah. glad. No! <laughs> we were oh on the same brain. Same brain. Oh, my yes. God. No. Hey, man, I've done skin grafts. I don't know. Wait, you've done on skin grafts? Oh, on I was researcher. like, oh, on research. I thought you were going to say in real life. I'm like, I know. Jen. With the Wii controller. Because I can see Jen out in the woods, like, and something happens, oh, and she's got to give, I like, thought. somebody a, right? Somebody a I'm skin like, graft. she's fought snakes, man. I don't know. She could probably do a skin graft out in the wilderness. Jen, I, w- I would have believed yeah. it. But yeah, no, Wii Surgery. Have you guys played that one? I haven't played because the Wii truly, one. Because I know, I know that it doesn't teach you how to be a surgeon. Like, that's not how med school works. It doesn't. But I have to say, I felt very, like... It was very realistic. Whoa. So that was what came to mind for me. I think there is something to, I I agree. There is something to that, whether it's just keeping your cool under pressure, Mm. which is like, you know, that's a a real skill, obviously. But also like, you know what? They, you know, like when they fly drones, the military flies drones, they use an Xbox controller. And I think probably in surgery, they might also like for microscopic surgery. Controller. They might. In surgery. Do they? I could see that happening. I hope so. Because it's like, <laughs> it's a familiar, 
you know, context. You're not learning a new thing, right? Because everybody's a gamer at this point. Mm. And, you know, Xbox does work with like Steam, does work with other Xbox controllers, do work with PCs. That is wild to think about. It's wild. But I, you know what? Now that we're kind of talking about it, I can see that happening. I guess I'm going to have to brush up on my uh, surgeon sim skills. I know. But how, yeah. how, how like disconcerting would it be if like, you're you're going in for surgery. You're prepped. You know, you got the hairnet on, you got the paper thing on, and they're wheeling you in. And just before they put the thing over your mouth, like the anesthesia, you see your surgeon like, all right, hand me the Xbox controller. Let's go. <laughs> no. Like, I know. He's like, right before you're about to go under, he's like, you know, I haven't actually done this in real life, but listen, I've logged like 500 hours in, in surgeons. Surgeon. In resurgence. <laughs> Or that's like the certificate on the wall where it says <laughs> yeah. where they graduated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Nintendo. It has the official Nintendo seal. <laughs> yeah. His little me as him, like giving a thumbs up. <laughs> if you do it in VR, I imagine that just takes it to the next level. Oh. Really deep in your skills. Yeah. You know? I'm going to have to look and see if there's a surgery game for VR. Um. Just just for shits and giggles? Or are you practicing? No, this or? is my med school. <laughs> <laughs> well... Speaking of VR, we have somebody who is so deep in the VR game. Uh, our guest today is a streamer, a YouTuber, a longtime friend. He is an OG uh, in the YouTube space and the content creation space. He's been doing this since like 2007. He's been around for a bit. Um, and yeah, no, he's incredible. He's hilarious. He has over 240 million views uh, on his YouTube channel. So enjoy our interview with the lovely Drumsy. Such a weird full circle because, I mean, full disclosure, we've known each other for a bit. Since we were little babies on the internet. Little baby content babies. Yeah. Aww. And now you're a big, now you're a big podcast girl. And I love this podcast. Aw, thanks. I've known you since uh, your your previous life, Got Drums. Oh, man, you're bringing it up. And Got even drums. further, uh -huh. dare I say, Crush Twix? Stop. <laughs> you can't. You can't just take Whoa. me down this trip right now. I oh said my. it. I said it. I, we're here now. How long ago are we talking? Wait, so Crush was, take us through this, Drumsy. Was, what was the, what's the evolution? <laughs> take us back to the He's beginning. He's running away okay, from the yeah. microphone. I just scooted back straight to the back wall of my room. Um, <laughs> I was a RuneScape music video channel in 2007. I was like 10 years old in middle school making little RuneScape music videos, getting demonetized. You know, nowadays that would be instant video takedown from all those songs I was using. <laughs> wow. What's, what started it? Why did you decide? What, what compelled you? Because th that community didn't exist back that's then, That's early right? days. Yeah, yeah. That's early. Yeah, that's I was like, I was around when... Uh, you know, Smosh was was the big one. And like all the videos were in squares. <laughs> uh, what started? I don't know. I mean, I could get really deep and be like, you know, oh, I went to, to private school when I was a kid. And I was like, there was like eight people in my class and I was the funny one. So everyone like, you know, would laugh. And then you get thrust into public school. 40 kids. I try to make a joke and suddenly everyone hates me. <laughs> So, so then like, I was like, all right, I got to hide on the internet and like on the internet, you can find that, you can find that, uh, laughter again, find that joy of like being a, a little bit of a, a show, a showboat, a little comedian. I love, I love the term hiding on the internet. <laughs> That's what we all do. You know, <laughs> That's some truth. That is a true statement. Uh, but yeah, I did. I did RuneScape music videos and then, um, and then real music videos, uh, somewhere in the depths of the internet, there are videos of me dancing to like a, uh, like a K-pop group singing, be my bad boy. <gasps> uh, yes. <laughs> yes. The content that we yeah. all need yeah. right now. And, and now I'm the VR guy. Well, you did. I mean, there's a little, there's a little in between. Um, I feel like we became friends around uh, like auto tune Call of Duty days, yes. which <laughs> were absolutely hilarious. Thank like your you. videos were so damn good. And there is something we were talking about this earlier. It's like the art of the interaction of just strangers, and especially in lobbies and stuff. 
Because that was one of the things that I loved doing mm-hmm. about um, when I did CSGO videos was just like talking to kids in CSGO lobbies <laughs> and just like yeah. the random shit that comes up. Like, it's so funny. I think that's been where the evolution of gaming has started kind of heading, where it's all about the the social aspect of it now. Um, it's so rare to hear somebody say their favorite game is the, you know, turn my lights off and be alone in my room playing it, a uh, single player game. And everyone, so many people now are like Overwatch or League of Legends. You know, I, I get online with my team. We're all on a call together. We're talking, we're yelling at each other. We're <laughs> crying. Hold, holding each other emotionally. And- call of Duty, weeping. That's the next one I want yeah, to see. It's just, that's the next one. Yeah. <laughs> weeping warfare. We, <laughs> weeping warfare. <laughs> So at what at what point? Um, because I I feel like you know again we've been friends throughout the years, uh, and then at one point I like hop on your YouTube channel and you've completely you've you've thrown Got Drums away, you've rebranded, you've yeah. emerged as just Drumsy. You both know this industry is all about transformation, reinventing yes. yourself, evolution. And for me, my parents said YouTube's not a real job. Go to college. <laughs> So I took a four-year break. I came back. I'm like, Call of Duty's dead. What do I do? <laughs> yes. Uh, and and uh, VR was right on the horizon, and I and I jumped on that train early. Wow, that's cool. Now, what did you, what about your college? That four years off. What when you came back? How did you notice that you were different as a person? And you you're like, I want to get back into this. Okay, VR seems cool. Did you approach it any differently than you did in the RuneScape? Absolutely. <laughs> Dave, Absol- oh, the RuneScape <laughs> Or no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. But absolutely. Like, you know, but you know what I'm saying? Like you, you took four years off and then you came back to it. How did that how did that differ? I mean, I don't know about you guys, but like when you look back at yourself in the in this space five <laughs> years ago, what do you see <laughs> when you see yourself? Like, do you do you look back like I I loved those days? Because I feel like almost everyone I talked to is like I can't watch this. I've improved so much since then. I've had a, a, a like physical visceral reaction of my entire body just crumpling up into <laughs> a little tiny ball and wanting to disappear. It's cr- it's it just feels cringe. I feel right. It. I feel yeah, it. and I, I went to film school, so that sounds so. Oh wait, that sounded so. <laughs> Guys, I went to film school. I went to film school. Everybody, and gives, he went to film school. <laughs> what? Everybody. So you know. Uh, I, I think that definitely puts you in like a different headspace when you're when you're doing four years of like story driven content, uh, where a lot of YouTube isn't exactly story driven. You're 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 on there and you're just getting your five minute clip of something interesting. And to your point, I feel like maybe that's kind of where things look like they're headed, you know, to your, to your social point about can't get people kind of gaming more socially. That's all stories too in relationships and that, and those things versus what I feel like it used to be, which is like BJ and the bear morning radio, like push in uh graphic, graphic, graphic. It feels now like, Oh, I'm, I'm actually creating a bit of a storyline here. That is funny, which you obviously are doing in your VR chat videos now. It feels like, wow, these are, I watched a ton of those videos and it's just, wow, a lot of these are really fun journeys. Yeah, no, I, and I think that's where a lot of YouTube has headed just because of the nature of YouTube's secret, you know, council of algorithms. Every, you know, if you want your channel to grow now, you kind of have to lead people on a little journey and keep them watching as long as possible. So stories are a lot better for that nowadays. I feel like I, I know, uh, and I, I want to dive so deep into VR, uh, but I feel like I know a lot about your channel. I know a lot about, uh, you know, things that you've played public, like Call of Duty and everything, uh, GTA, everything else. Um, but what about before, like before content, before YouTube, before anything? What were you into? What was your first games? Oh, wow. I love these questions, Sonia. Yes. I'll give you more of them. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, uh... As a little baby boy. So last year, you were into... <laughs> last year? Oh, thanks! Oh, I love this. <laughs> Just some friendly beefing. Yes. Thank God you said that we know each other, because imagine you treat all your guests like this. <laughs> I mean... She does. She yeah, does. I definitely she don't. She does? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, as, uh, imagine waking up on Hanukkah Eve at five years old, and you got your colorful little Game Boy Color Oh. with Pokemon Yellow. The best one. Those are the days. Um, yeah, a lot of Nintendo. I did a lot of Nintendo, a lot of Pokemon, um, which honestly was like 
in 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 kiddo land that is like the social role-playing game you know you're you're like you have your team and you like have watched the anime and you like are talking to your pokemon and you got your mm-hmm. best friend your <sighs> best friend uh ekans or who, whichever one you're <laughs> that, that who has definitely who, my best who, friend nobody has ekans actually <laughs> no. But I got, so I don't, I mean, listen, I don't want to take this in a controversial direction, but, um, what was your starter? Oh my God. My starter for Pokemon yellow. I restarted the game so many times and just kept switching them. Um, no commitment. I'm no, no loyalty. Sure, okay. I'm pretty sure I have always done grass. Uh, cause really? I remember, yeah, I remember in gen two, I was the Chikorita guy. <laughs> I was the only one that did Chikorita. I was going to say, you and all the other five people out there are really, really <laughs> proud of that decision. That's incredible. I mean, I feel like we had, we had, a, we had a similar start. I got, again, I got to ask, what color, what color Game Boy? The purple one. The see-through oh, one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Did you have the twisty light? The little curly? Oh my God, I did. That's yes. a throwback. That's just a book reading light, but for yes. your Game Boy. Yeah. Yes. You guys want to take the best trip down Nostalgia Lane right now? Absolutely. Of Just remember being in the back seat of your car with a Game Boy and it's nighttime and you can't see anything and you wait for the night you wait for the lamp, the street light to just go over the car just for a split second so that you can find the person you need to talk to yes. or hit the right button. Yeah. Ah, uh, I know. I remember going on road trips with my dad and I would always be in the back of the van and it was the, it was the same shit. I'm like pressed <laughs> up against the window. I'm losing light. I'm like in in the middle of a gym. Ugh. Just chasing the light. Anyone under 16 watching this right now is like, As what is happening? Glazed over. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do love, though, you know that's going to happen where uh, some some devs are going to put that in a game where it's like, Ooh. you know, it only will flash on the screen for a certain amount of time. Someone's going to, because that is, because I remember that too, and that is like a real, that's like a level up. That was hard to play. Like, yeah. you know, any, if you had any any sort of, like action part that you had to do that. It was really difficult. So I can't wait for it's like the new phasma, you know, phantasmophobia or whatever. It's yeah. gonna, that's going to be part of it is like you only see in flashes. You know? Oh, that's amazing. Oh I love how creative some devs are getting with their, with their little indie titles. They're like, yeah. like what you just said reminded me of there. It's like a blinking game out right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it tracks your eyes. Every time you blink, the yeah. game skips ahead in your life. So it's like, you know, Life goes by fast, or whatever the meaning is. I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, before your eyes. Yeah, I played that yeah. game. It was really fun. The animation. Yeah, I love beautiful. it. I love how you brought up that game too, because Aaron, you uh, you were talking about that not too long ago, and then it got us on a conversation of like, like what else could devs utilize that would be cool and innovative in that way? And I guess for somebody who's jumped into VR so early, um, I don't know. I, w- I love your thoughts. There's so much, and and I think it's still in this niche zone. Where, you know, we're all nerds, right? But everybody that has VR right now is like nerd plus. Uh, (laughs) It's not accessible yet is the problem. So like you've got all these crazy cool tools. You've got vests you can wear where you feel the punches. And you've got like eye tracking where the game, like there's VR headsets they're developing that'll focus based on where you're looking in the headset. So it'll get give you a more clear image. Um, But it's like. But it's like, who cares right now? You know, you pitch that to you pitch that to your your guy playing Fortnite right now, and he's like, I don't care. I don't want to pay a thousand dollars for that yet. Yeah. Uh, but it's going it's going places. Like I am so ready for where VR is going. Um, I always use this when I talk to people about VR and try to sell them. Like my mom and dad. Like how can I sell them on VR? Uh, how can I like say it in in a way they'd understand? And I always use this this little story. You wake up. It's polluted outside. You can't go outside. That's like, you, you die if you're outside for more than 10 minutes. This is 50 years in the future. Los Angeles, 2021. 20, Continue. 2022, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you get on your VR headset. You text, you text your friend, John. John, we're going to the mall today. You, you click the little button on the side of your temple. You're wired in, into the matrix. Uh, but this is actually, like, I'm saying this like it's crazy, but this is like, this is like within the next five to 10 years, right? You're at the mall. You you have already scan, pre-scanned your body into VR so that when you see your friend, it looks just like your friend in real life. You go to the mall. You see a shirt that you like. This is a real store. This is this is your your Louis Vuitton store. You see a really nice bag. You see a really nice coat. You click on it. It it snaps onto your body. You look in a mirror. You see what you would look like with the coat. You already have your sizes. 
uh, you know, pre-tailored and they know what your size is, you say, I want this, press the $700 button, it scans your credit card, a drone's over at your house in 30 minutes with the coat, and you just went shopping with your friend. Oh wow. Wow. That's, I mean, I, that two years ago would be complete science fiction. Mm-hmm. And now it feels like that could easily happen in the next few years. And those are all technologies that are already like on their way. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah, it's se- like saying it out loud seems outlandish and it seems so far reached, but in reality, you're right. Like it's not, I don't think it's far off. Yeah, it really and isn't. I really hope. Uh, especially just looking at the last like however many years with VR. I brought it up a couple of times, but um, my my first VR experience was with the the HTC, uh, the Vive Pre. Like before it came out, it was like early 2016 or late 2015 or something like that. And just seeing how how chunky it was. I, you have this crazy like matrix cable you need to plug into a $6,000 computer. Like there's so much, but now... So many people that I know, and myself, and I think Aaron, you got one too. The the Quest Two, it's so tiny, yeah, and it's so it has hand tracking. You don't need to be plugged in. Like it's insane how how much innovation has happened in the last like six years, five years. Oh yeah. So it makes me so excited for the next five six years. Yeah, yeah. The the disappointing thing on on what you were just saying. One of the one of the industries that usually drives technology like this is the porn industry, um, mm-hmm. and you know I, I'm pretty sure I'm not a I'm not a historian for computers, but I'm pretty sure the you know computers in general were advanced by the porn industry, the internet in general. And if you go on VR right now and you look at the if there was like a little pie chart of all the experiences and games made for it. I would I would bet my bottom dollar that 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 pie chart is a majority porn right now. Um but that's like an indicator. Once the porn industry gets involved, they're like we know the money is here. It's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're oh, like the, sure. they're the canary in the coal mine. Like you know the sexy canary in a coal mine. It's true. Like <laughs> cuz they're just there's just so much money in porn and they're always you're right, looking for that next thing. I mean, the thing, you know, at Conan we for years have have really kind of been trying to be the tip of the spear in terms of like live streaming and all this other things. I mean, I produced when the show first started as TBS show back in 2010, you know, I did a 30 hour live stream, you know, called the Coco cam. And it was like wild. Oh my God. It was reported on the entire country on every single morning news station it was reported on. And now that's just, you could do that from your phone. And we yeah. have like boxes and fiber runs and all this and dog the bounty hunter is there for some reason. It's just like <laughs> it was insane. But like now it's just like, oh right, like everybody's 24 hour all the live time. stream tonight, guys. Yeah, yeah. I just decided it's, the day I'm doing it. It's an true. average schedule now. But it, it's so funny because you, you kind of think of like, you know, like cam girls or this other stuff. Like that really, I think in a certain way, pushed the technology forward so that everybody could then live stream that stuff. So yeah, I, that, I, you make a really great point about VR and it's always kind of been, how are we going to have people adopt the new technology? And uh, uh, Sonia, to your point, the Oculus 2, the room mapping was what got me. Oh, insane. To, to not oh, have to walk yeah. around the room because it, it has cameras on the mask. So then it's kind of, you just, tur- you, you literally just put it on and then you could do it. And that to me is like one more giant barrier that has like mm-hmm. been eliminated. So I love that. Yeah. I mean, it's true. And also VR chat, you know, we were talking about, you know, you do so much in VR chat, like that's been a really cool thing for people to pick up and just, you don't need to have skills. You could just go do it, you know? Yeah. But like, especially with the pandemic, I honestly think that those those little days where you would get on VR with all, with all your friends and drink together in like a weird bar in the middle of a forest like that's that saved me that gave me just that little speck of social interaction where it felt like I could survive a little longer you know me too man me too I I went to my first birthday Sonia we've talked about this but I went to my first birthday party in VR chat oh and it was the kind of party where I didn't know anybody but the birthday girl, uh-huh. which was re- a really interesting just dynamic. You know, when you show up to a party, you're kind of like, oh, no, because they're all talking to people. So you have to, like, talk, make new friends suddenly. Yeah. And But it was so cool because we're all different avatars. I was a giant carrot, and it was great. <laughs> 
And then, and then we played hide and seek in the forest. And then we went to the top of a skyscraper and then we did all these things. So it was like, it was, and same thing. Like I felt like, oh my God, like I felt like, yeah, this doesn't feel like the big bad panty. It feels like a different time. That's true. Yeah. 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 And then another like little fun fact I like to throw out from something that I experienced when I I met somebody in like a poker game, (laughs) having those little experiences that you can't get in real life. Uh, There's like this poker game where you sit around a table. It's just normal poker or blackjack or whatever you want to play. And there's other real players, uh, not real money involved. um, But there's all these little props that you can have in the game. You know, you can have like little physical alcohol bottles and and chug them or or like little guns that shoot like confetti at each other. Just just dumb things like that. But there's pipes because people I guess the developers know a lot of people that like to go to casinos are smokers. Right. Yeah. Uh, And there were people in the game that were saying, like, you take this pipe and you put it in your mouth and you see the smoke coming out of it in game. And it's very like feels kind of realistic. Like I put one in my mouth and it felt like my face felt warm. Uh, Just like that phantom feeling. And they were telling me that it has helped them quit smoking just (gasps) because it gives them that sensation that they're smoking. And it kind of scratches the itch a little bit. And that's so cool. Wild. Wait, that's cool as hell. That's really. Yeah, I loved that. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You've been all over VR chat. What is your strategy in going in and making one of these videos? You've done, I, and like you're talking today earlier just about like, like there's a great video of you with, uh, is it Illy, the Scottish? Yes. Yeah. And ju- it's so funny and she's drinking and just on the floor and it's so good. Do you have, when you're, you want to do one of these things, are you coming up with an outline? Like what's your, what's your strategy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely a lot of Google Docs, um, <laughs> a lot of notepads on my phone. I get out of the, I think about them in the shower, just write them all down. Um, just like little skeleton stories, um, like a one sentence, uh, little one sentence thing. And then I get online and my friends are, you know, you just vibe with your friends, have a good time and kind of see where it naturally heads. And I think I've Watch so many movies and so many shows. And he went to film that, school, everybody. He went to film school. And just school. so you know, I went to film school. <laughs> I know how plots work. <laughs> Story structure, the hero's journey. There we go. Uh, and you kind of see where, like, the story is headed, and then you, you kind of drive it in the direction. Uh, a lot of people will make jokes that I, like... Um, like talk the least or make the least jokes in my videos. And it's because like the entire time I'm recording, I'm just th- like my friends are making all the jokes and I'm just sitting there like, okay, where's the next place that we're going with this? Like, what's the story structure? How is this going to get edited? And then I realized like I, I didn't say anything for half the video. <laughs> what What are some challenges like doing some filming, like something in VR versus something in real life? Like if you were to go, for instance, like let's use the Scottish, the Illy video as an example. Mm-hmm. It's madness. It's pure madness. Uh, and what are some of the challenges doing that in VR versus doing, if you were to try to do something like that in real life and film it in reality? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've always thought about like converting my channel over time to to sometimes, you know, a split between real life vlogging and, and cause you know, sure. my VR content is basically just vlogs, right? It's just yeah. in virtual reality. Um, and there's, there's, pros and cons to each one like in real life you'd have to sign permits you'd have to uh (laughs) you'd have to scout out locations get the props like buy things Uh, and in vr it's just kind of all digital right but at the same time you're limited by this weird game that the you know that's very new it's a baby game the developers there's a very small team and you have this like very limited searching system for you know if i if i right now wanted to make 
the school video where, you know, we're all in school together. Uh, it's all user-made content. So I can type in on the search bar school and there's 75 options for me to pick from. <laughs> and I have to load up each individual one and be like, yeah, some guy made this in 30 minutes. This is shit. And then I go to the next one and there's props and cool stuff. And like, eventually I can find the right place, but you're very limited into what people have already made. Unless Ooh. I want to pay a 3d modeler for every single video, which is yeah. not sustainable to like create a bunch of stuff. That's true. You're like location scouting on the spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I will say it's really funny because it's, I, I did go to one of my favorite worlds is just a little Island where you just feed chickens. Like, yes, have you been to that feeding island? world? That yes. is so nice. It's relaxing. It's like amazing. And I was hanging out with one of my friends who's really into VR there. And it was like one of the most pleasant experiences I've had in the past year, like Wait. reality or not. It was amazing. Walk me through. You, you just, you feed ducks. Yeah. And is that. It's, it's a, it's a little island. It's got a bunch of picnic tables with food on it, little, little snacks, pears, bread. I was going to say, what kind of snacks? <laughs> it's, it's lots of fruit and bread. Yeah. It's not for you, um, Sonia. It's for the ducks. Yeah, you can't eat it. It's for the ducks. It's the ducks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, those worlds uh, are just beautifully crafted little experiences like that. And they're really rare. They're hard to find. Little Aww. gems, little gems in the yeah. rough. Yeah, for sure. I also wanted to ask you too. I've noticed, uh, I mean, uh, I'm not, I don't do a lot of TikTok stuff, but I love how you're doing VR stuff on TikTok. Cause I, yes. I mean, I'm not familiar with the space as much, but I don't mm -hmm. know how much VR content is actually on TikTok. Yeah, the TikTok world is really fun because when, <laughs> when you're uh, in your old age like us, uh, you have like a set of skills that so many of the, the people that are on TikTok have never seen or heard about. One of the most popular channels, uh, that I follow on TikTok is like a Foley artist. And it's just like, people love eating up that, that like, if anyone doesn't know what a Foley artist is, they make the sound effects for like movies, TV shows, video games using like random objects. So like, if you want to make a bone cracking sound, you take a head of lettuce and snap it in half. So, cool. uh, and little skills like that, like the, these film school to, film to school. put it likely to put it lightly these these children eat it up so yeah. when they see crazy vr they have no idea what's going on they're like is this guy like animating this stuff <laughs> is this like does he have like a full body suit on what's going on right. and like i honestly think that's why i got all the followers on tiktok because nobody knew how i was doing it even though it's you know accessible you just order it on amazon like a vr headset wait so you do have do you do have a suit you? No, you don't no. use a, You don't use like a haptic or a not haptic suit, but like a no, just just Aww. two little controllers and a headset. Wow. You guys had someone on that does the the full body suit, uh, Miko. Yes. Uh, she's she's taking it to the next level. For oh my sure. god, she's so cool and like so innovative and yeah, uh, the whole suit thing is incredible. Is that next? Have you thought about it? Getting a suit? Yeah. I, Sonia, I couldn't bear the embarrassment of somebody walking in on me in a full, like a tight latex suit with a, a headset. That's also one of the things about VR right now is that you have this headset on, you don't know what's around you and people can scare you so easily and just like walk in on you. <laughs> uh, Drumsy, I, I really, I'm not to make a hard pivot, but I've heard, um, Do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I heard you're a big fan of Minecraft. Stop it. Like a huge, you stop that huge right now, Sonia. Loves take Minecraft that back. Uh, endlessly. I don't want. I don't even want a soundbite of of <laughs> me and Minecraft and like in the same sentence. Well, now we have uh, it. So uh, if the audio engineers are still listening, if we could piece <laughs> that together, so it says there's at some point you've said yes. So we could put it together to yeah, say yes. Sure. I love Minecraft. We could do that. Minecraft, this is the most controversial thing I'll ever say. And I was I was debating whether or not I would announce this on this podcast because I've never said it before out loud. Oh, my God. Um, no, I do not like Minecraft. I was listening to some of your other guests and everyone's talking about their favorite game and their least favorite game. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to tell them my least favorite game is Minecraft <gasps> and everyone's going to get mad. Oh, wow. Um, I have reasoning for it. It might, it might work. I don't know if it'll convince you why, <laughs> but... I know so many people love Minecraft. My ADHD riddled brain cannot handle task management like that. I need guidance. Aw, yeah. That game, it it requires you to make your own decisions. And it's like, what is this, real life? Like, I want to play, I want to 
be somebody else in this game. Yeah. I don't want to have to like pull out a Google Doc and write down like, here's my daily task for Minecraft. Got to mine down the shaft, collect some diamonds, get my, my chest piece enchanted. I don't want to <laughs> decide that. I just want the game to tell me, go kill General Markov. Here's a gun. <laughs> but wait. Aren't you doing that pretty much in VR? You got your Google Doc. You're like, uh -oh. I gotta go see this VR That's stripper. That's my job. So and then now I get paid for it. <laughs> Minecraft is your own will. Uh, like, I'm, I'm honestly wondering if we're like gonna have a generation of, of kids that are, you know, Microsoft Excel wizards. Like, are they? Because they're gonna be so good at resource management and, and task planning. They have a bright future. Right, you've got these games like Skyrim and Minecraft that are just like, here's an open world, it's your choice what you're gonna do, you plan it out. I don't even like games that don't show you on the floor where to go. Like, even <laughs> if a game is on rails, like, I was playing Resident Evil Village, and like, I'm like lost in the village, I'm like, just give me a fucking dot, tell me where to go, man, like, I can't even stand that, let alone Minecraft, so I am on your side with the Minecraft thing. Thank you. Yeah, I... I, I'm, it's not for me. It's not for me. Yeah. And like, you, we understand the appeal, right? We're not trashing oh, on the no, game no, as no, a whole. No. Like the game is amazing. And I've seen some great stuff come out of it. And you know, and the, the worst part is you're probably going to see me in a year making some VR Minecraft video when they, when oh, they yeah. add the VR <laughs> extension for it. <laughs> but no, like, absolutely. yeah, but just, yeah, just those games that require planning, not for me for sure. So <laughs> would you, would you be so bold to say that Minecraft is your least favorite game? I think... I think uh, just because I get pure joy out of seeing people's reactions to it, yes, I, I would say it's my least favorite right now for sure. <laughs> right now. Right now, just because it's getting so popular right now, I love to be the like the contrarian that's like, no, stop, it's not, it shouldn't be so popular. <laughs> the anti-trending. <laughs> it's funny because I, in my brain, I've kind of put Minecraft in with VR chat, like where... Totally. It's not really a game so much as like a uh, just like a tool or like a like yeah it's like kinda, a community dr driven kind of game yeah yeah like because people have their own servers and all that stuff and and so I really kind of see and people are like building their own computers you know and and that stuff in Minecraft so I see it as more like that versus an actual game with you know objectives and those things and that's exactly it Aaron like they the. I just explained why I don't like Minecraft, but I only explained the main game that like the Minecraft devs made. I I could I for sure could find some fun in that game if I hopped on like one of the battle royale game modes sure. or or one of those like Sky Island things. You know, those are all fun. They have like Survivor basically. They've coded the entire Survivor show experience <laughs> into into Minecraft and Roblox. So yeah, it's like they made it. It's almost like like uh, what is it? Notch is that who like was yeah. It? It's almost like Notch made kind of like a game or creativity engine versus making an actual game. You know, like, definitely, which is cool. And that being said, I don't play it and I never will. And I'm not, <laughs> but, uh, but I like, I understand why people like it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I feel it. Okay. So if that, if that's the bottom, if that's, if that's the worst, what's the best Thank all time you. across all platforms, all games, what's your, what's your top? I thought about this one for a little bit. Mm. Uh, you know, where do I want to go? Nostalgia route, current, current game that I'm playing a bunch. Uh, I think Super Smash Bros, specifically Melee, but that's if you want to get competitive. I think most of them uh, apply here. Is my favorite game. Um, <gasps> you can you can be unique. You can play the game your way. You everyone's got the friend that plays Kirby, flies straight up, and then down bees into a rock and flies down. <laughs> everyone knows that person. And then we all get rid of those friends, and then and then we play. <laughs> yeah, and then we play. You know. Minecraft Steve came out. Yes. Oh man! Now I, I I threw my disc out when that happened. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I I love that. I love any game where you get to say I like playing this character or I like playing it this way. You know, I'm the I'm a Zelda main. Uh, yeah, something like that. Is are you a Zelda main? Oh me no. Oh no. I switch my main. My joke with my friends is every every single day I'm like the I have a new main. <laughs> Um, it's like Tuesday. in between games, I'll be like, in between games, I'll be like, guys, I'm a Banjo-Kazooie main. <laughs> today, <laughs> it is my pleasure to announce today I'm a Luigi main. It's Wednesday. <laughs> it's when we fit trainer Wednesdays. 
Yay. <laughs> <laughs> That's my. I'm going to make that rule from now on. <laughs> and we all have the asshole Donkey Kong friend. Yes. Oh, yeah, of course. God, I hate that. Pick you up. Run off with you. Oh, my God. That guy. You're going it. deep with that. You have oh, some trauma it. there, huh? I don't want to I don't want to talk too deep about it, but <laughs> I, I've uh, had some experiences. I went to one of my friends, Tom uh, Kaufman, who is a writer on Rick and Morty for a while, um, tried to get into playing competitively, Smash competitively. Oh, so I, I yeah. went with him to Vegas to a tournament. And Drumsy, to your point, one of the coolest things I noticed was identity. Everybody had their own kind of identity they were showing off through the game, which is so cool. Like, yep. because it really is. And also, by the way, incredibly supportive. Like, everyone was really, like, the battles were fierce, but it was also, like, really great. A very positive community. And uh, yeah. But, yeah, it is, that, that is, I think, the best part, parts of games in general, is it lets you kind of explore something about yourself or show other people parts of yourself that you kind of, wouldn't normally be able to do. And again, that's why VR chat is so great too. You can unhindered be exactly who you want to be, whether it's a giant carrot or what, you know, the parking lot, what is it? The car wash parking lot arm thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Noodleman. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the exact, that's poetry to my ears. Like that's exactly <laughs> how I see games that I, I love. I love that aspect, the social unique, you know, showing off your, your personality through games, expressing yourself. Yeah. Uh, and you know, the way that I express myself through games, that's why I'm a Kirby main. Oh, that's more controversial than the Minecraft thing. <laughs> <laughs> and, I heard, and I heard she applied to go to film school. Guys, I'm going to be going to film school. Oh, I'm, congratulations. Thank I you. hear I hear you're 10% hotter the second you graduate. <laughs> <laughs> Crossing my fingers. Crossing my fingers for that. <laughs> I love it. Well, Drumsy, thank you so much. This has been uh, an honestly uh, a pleasure and your videos are so a joy, a joy to watch. I was giggling like I would say a little schoolgirl, but honestly, I just that's my giggle. That's my normal giggle uh, watching all your videos. So please check out Drumsy and uh, man, I, I can't wait for the next evolution in your uh, in your creative endeavors, it's going to be very exciting. Thank you so much, Aaron, and and same to you guys. This podcast, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if it sounds like pandering, but you know, let it be pandering. Then I, I love I love this podcast. Keep it up. Aww. we'll take it. I often think that. You know, I've said this before, Sonia, but like real life is basically VR. So I think in my real life, I'm going to start living how Drumsy is living in his VR life and just go completely bonkers. I love uh, it, right? Yeah. You know, yep. yeah. Yes, I will fully, fully support that. That's right. I'll <laughs> give you bail money for me. Thank how about you. that? If I you're going to be okay. bonkers in real life, you might as well channel it virtually, too. There we go. Perfect. Uh, and everybody, please, please check out, check out uh, Drumsy on YouTube at youtube.com slash Drumsy. Thank you to Drumsy for stopping by. That's a, he's Man, his channel is super funny. Oh, God, that. he's so funny. I've always loved his content. He's just, he's such a great guy. And Pokemon Yellow, man, a, man after my heart, baby. Hey. That's the one. Um, and don't go anywhere yet, because when we get back, we're going to be talking all things E3. It's Gamer Christmas. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. All right, welcome back. Now listen, full disclosure, guys. We're recording this before E3. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the early birds. We're early, but you know, the early bird gets the worm. But what does the early worm get? Eaten. So um, I don't know if that makes it good or bad that we're doing this early, but let's do some E3 
predictions. All right, so Sonia, hit me with your first E3 prediction. What do you think is going to happen? Well, um, I've got a handful and a handful of things that I'm excited that I would love to see. We're going to see okay. if I'm right. Um, I definitely think we're going to get new uh, new stuff on the new Zelda um, Breath of the Wild 2. I think we're going to get think some. so? Absolutely. But heavier breath. What if it's called Breath of the Wild 2? <laughs> heaviest. <laughs> the heaviest breath. <laughs> I think they're going to workshop that name. But um, <laughs> I also believe it's been, I, I can't remember the last actual handheld. So I really have my fingers crossed for a Switch Pro. Whoa. I feel like that's in the works. And if they don't Switch mention it Pro. at all, or if they don't tease it at all, I feel like that's, I don't know. I feel like that's on the horizon. First prediction, Switch Pro. Yes, All right. that's my first. All right. uh, second up, personally, and this is, a, this is a deep favorite for me, something that I would love to see. It's been a bit since we've seen a new Forza Horizon game. So I think Forza Horizon 4 came out in like 2018. So Whoa. I think it's time. Give me Forza Horizon 5. Forza 5? Yes. I think that's on the horizon. They really missed the boat with not doing, you know, the number four and then Zuh. Ah, uh, you know, they really missed the boat. I'm just still angry about that. I, I I'm can still understand angry. that. I can get that. Forza Horizon Four. <laughs> just do four Zuh Horizon. But then Come what happens on, when they when they put out five? Five's a horizon. No, you change it. How long are we going to be driving towards this fucking horizon? It's get a, there. It's a long Past horizon. The hori- I guess. Well, I guess you can't get to the horizon, can you? All right. Forza Horizon. All right. Forza Horizon 5. I'm just angry at the name, but here's, can I ask you a question though? Mm-hmm. I've only played a, a handful of the Forza games mm-hmm. and, and I, I feel like Forza is, they go, their whole thing is we're making this racing game as realistic as possible. You know, like, like the, the, the sheen, mm-hmm. the matte sheen on the Gloss. car is like perfection and chef's kiss the and the water and mm-hmm. all. how much more realistic can you get before the human eye can't really tell the difference? Like, what are we doing? You know, like, wh- what would you like to see from Forza Horizon 5, or as I call it, Fives, Fives of Horizon? Of I'm sorry, you knew it was coming. Knew <laughs> I was coming. knew it was coming. Well, you know, think back to playing on, like, N64 or, like, PS1 or something, and you're like, whoa, these graphics are so sick. Like, how could it possibly get any better? And then now we look back and we're like, oh, dear God. But how can it? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So in five years from now, we'll look back on Forza Horizon 6 and be like, wow, we could do a lot better. Um, So Forza Horizon, I can't wait for these new graphics. (laughs) All right, next prediction. All right. Um, this is, I don't think it's, it's even much of a prediction. I think it's, it's going to happen and, but I don't know how much. Um, we got teased with this. I think 2019, we had like the most vague trailer. It was not, I don't even know (laughs) if I could call it a trailer. It was like a 30 second. You're in space. You see a thing. And then that's that. Um, Starfield. Starfield is Bethesda's first original RPG in 25 years. And this year they're doing the Bethesda and Xbox showcase kind of like hand in hand. So, I'm excited. I, I'm such a Bethesda fangirl and for to have like a brand new IP in space. In space. <sighs> I'm excited. But here's the thing, you know, I now look, I hate to be mm. a negative blay. Do it. You love it. You relish in it. I know. So I continue. Relish, but I will say space is tough. It's tough mm-hmm. to do a space game. I think if anyone it's tough. could do it, I believe in Bethesda pretty hard what do you think briefly mm. what would you like to see from a bethesda space game uh, well something i really loved from fallout 4 that i dived with because i love fallout 3 and then going to fallout 4 one thing that they added that that wasn't there before that i really loved was the settlement building Ooh. and you could build like your own settlements and create all this stuff so if i could do settlement builds settlement but building. in space Okay. Ah, and they're really good with, um, you know, throughout their games, just like different factions, like having different factions totally. kind of pitted against each other. So, oh yes. gosh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm excited for space factions. I'm excited for space settlements. I'm just excited for Bethesda space. That's it. 
I agree with you. I am a total Bethesda uh, fangirl. I, I love their stuff. I, I'm very excited as well. I, space is tough. It's tough to do. You just hate space. It's whatever. No, I, because it's, I think it. just space is hard. You're constantly in a vehicle. Like you need a vehicle in space, right? So you can't travel over across a mountain or travel because you're in a you're in a thing. When you're being shot at, you're in a vehicle being shot at by another vehicle. It's just a different thing. I'm I'm not look. I, if anybody can do it, Bethesda can. But I'm just saying, space is tough. I want it to be great, but space is tough. It's tough. I mean, if you can capture like the magic and love that I had for Fallout in space mm. in any way. And again, I have I have very low expectations because I have nothing to go off of a 30 second trailer of like a a a planet and then like an eclipse and then like a satellite. I have nothing <laughs> to go off of. So yeah. if you give me anything, I am going to eat it up. Um and that's all. That's it. So there are predictions for E3. Let's see if we're right. <laughs> Very exciting. Uh, all right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. If you guys have any questions, video game requests, or want us to prescribe you a video game, as always, hit us up on Twitter at GoodGameNiceTry or use the hashtag GGNT. And if you have any other game suggestions that could teach us real world skills mm-hmm. uh, so we don't all just learn how to do surgery from <laughs> Wii Surgery, I think that would help. I think it's an effective method. I don't know. <laughs> I'm with you. Thank you. Good Game, Nice Try is produced by Jen Samples and Nick Liao. Our executive producers are Joanna Solitaroff, Adam Sachs, and Jeff Ross. Engineering by Will Becton, with engineering and sound design by Chester Guazda. Music by John Danik. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.